Welcome to the Husband Factory Podcast. I'm the host and founder, Makita Kamara Omensa. Join me here every week where I help single women meet good men and enjoy great marriages using proven faith-based principles. Now, here's today's episode. Hey there, pretty lady. I want to talk to you today about something that's going to help you in your future. So you want to get married, right? But the thing is, you don't want to be miserable in your marriage. You want to be happy in your marriage. You want to be happily married. That's our goal here at the Husband Factory is for you to be happily married, not just married, but happily married. And it's possible. I know that I teach you a lot and I know that sometimes it can seem like, wow, is marriage hard? It's not really hard. It's But it does require you to do some work and it does require you to know some things. But once you know those things, then you can enjoy your marriage. You know, we spend 12 years in primary school and then four years in college. And if you go for an extended degree, you spend even more years in school. But how much time do we really spend getting, finding out how to get married correctly or how to live with your spouse correctly. We we really don't spend too much time, do we? You know, unless you do it on your own, it's not taught in school. It's hardly ever taught in churches or maybe, you know, on special occasions in churches or special days in churches. So you really have to make it your own effort to learn about marriage. You know, if you can spend 20 years in school learning about your career, then just imagine how much time you should spend in learning about your life, the most important decision that you'll make and the decision that's going to affect your happiness, your health, your children, your wealth. Marriage affects all those things. So I like to do a series on this podcast called The First Years. It's been said that the first years of marriage are the hardest. I wouldn't say that the hardest, but it's definitely a challenge. Imagine you have lived one way all your life, just you, and then you start living with someone that has lived one way all their life, and then you try and merge those two. There's going to be a little bit of friction in the beginning. There's going to be a little bit of uh, misunderstandings. There'll be some miscommunication. There'll be so many things. But guess what? You can learn to work through it. You can learn to understand your husband. You can learn to relate to him in a way that's effective. You don't have to go out and get a divorce like they do in Hollywood. You know, when things don't go right, up the divorce. When, you know, they come in a challenge, up divorce. You know, you don't have to do that. You can, first of all, choose well in the beginning, which is part of the problem. If you choose well, divorce is not even an option. Number two, And not after choosing well, then it's learning how to live together beautifully. Oh, and it's so possible and it's so beautiful and it's so nice. So when you hear people talking about that, they enjoy their marriage, they're not being fake. You can really enjoy your marriage. It's meant to be a representation of Christ and the church. Can you imagine how much Jesus loves the church? Yeah. So that's how much you and your husband can enjoy each other, love traveling together, love spending time together. You know, my husband and I are together all day, every day. Not really all day because he goes to work and I go to work. But a lot of times he comes to my job and he's there all, you know, for a few hours. And then, you know, we go home together. And I, I there was one time somebody asked me, how is like, how are you guys able to do them? Like, because we enjoy each other. You know, we have, we love each other. We have so much in common and we have the same passions. So, you know, it's not work for us and it's not, 
you know, we're not trying to get away from each other. We enjoy being together. So that is how marriage can be. Now, one of the major reasons marriages break up is communication. So today I'm going to teach you something that's going to be a game changer when it comes to communicating with your husband. Now, I you I cannot teach you everything about communication in 10 minutes. <laughs> so you're going to have to continue to look at other things that come, that have to do with communication. And I'm going to give you more podcast episodes dealing with communication. There's actually another one already on this, on, on our podcast. So I'll put the link in the show notes. But yeah, when it comes to communication, this is going to be a game changer. Now, here it is. This is going to show you how to get your husband to open up to you more. Now, for most women, when they first get married, their biggest surprise is that men don't talk. When you're dating, everyone's on their best behavior. So men are talking to you a little bit more, right? They're talking, they're letting you know what they're going, what's going on with them, what's happening, what they're doing. They're letting you know all those things. But when you get married and you're living with them, you realize like they really don't talk. Like, you know, It's not like having a girlfriend in the house. It's not like having one of your friends. You guys have so much to talk about. You have so much to relate to. Men and women communicate differently and they communicate for different reasons. Men communicate for information and for solution. Women communicate just for the sake of it. You know, we communicate for connection. We communicate for friendship. We communicate for just fun. You know, you and I can talk on the phone as a woman for hours and we haven't achieved anything. And both of us are okay with that. We didn't, we didn't need to achieve anything, you know, but men are not like that at all. So one of the things that always frustrates new wives is the fact that their husbands don't talk, but if they do this one thing that I'm going to show you, they will not have any problem with their husband talking to them again. Now, one thing you have to learn about men and women, the big major difference is that we are not, men are not taught how to communicate about their feelings. They're not taught, they're not encouraged to communicate about their feelings. And they certainly have a lot less practice when it comes to communicating about their feelings than women do. So, you know, little boys are not taught to share, Johnny, share how you feel, Johnny. They're taught, don't cry, stop that. Don't be a baby that, you know, crying is for girls. They're taught all of that. And then when they get bigger, what do you expect them? They don't know what to do with those emotions. So a lot of times they don't talk about their emotions. They process it differently. They may process it with activity. They may process it by unwinding in front of a television. They may process it with just, you know, playing a game with the guys. They process it differently. So, but here's a way you can get your husband to talk to you. Number one way is Be careful how you listen. Everyone needs to feel like they can trust you. And especially men, your husband, listen very carefully to me. If you can listen to me with 13 ears, try and listen to me with 13 ears. Your husband must feel like you are a safe place. If he doesn't feel like you're a safe place, he will not speak to you about anything except for bills and the kids. He needs to feel like you're a safe place or he'll talk to you about surface things. Now, here's how you let him know that you're a safe place. It's how you effectively listen when he tells you things. Now, let's say your husband tells you something that is not that important to you, but it's important to him. Stop everything you're doing. Put your phone down. In fact, turn your phone over if you have to. Look him in the eye and listen and show that you're actively listening. It could be about 
you know, his favorite sports team. It could be about what's going on with him at work. It could be about something happening in his family. If it's important to him, show him that you are actively listening. Nod your head, look him in the eye, ask questions or respond. Show him that you're actively listening. That is the game changer. It seems so simple, but it matters. And the other thing you can do is not necessarily show any emotion because what happens is if you show emotion, it turns them, it, it, it throws them off. And because your emotion may not necessarily be the right emotion to what they expected and it just kind of throws them off. So next time they don't know, they get nervous to tell you something because they're like, she may go crazy. She may start crying again. She may start screaming again. She may start, you know, getting all riled up again. Men are not emotional. They're not when they're talking, when they're having conversations, they're looking for a solution. They're not emotional. So if you're responding to him emotionally, it throws them completely off and it, it makes them not want to tell you anything else again. So listen intently. This show that, you know, give your undivided attention. That's number two. Number one is listen intently. Number two is give undivided attention. And number three, show no emotion. Just listen. If you do those three things, your husband will consider you to be a safe place because he doesn't have to worry about you reacting crazy. He doesn't have to worry about the fact that you're not listening. And, oh, I almost forgot. The fourth one is that you don't share what he's sharing, what he's telling you. He should not hear anything that he's telling you with your girlfriends. He should not hear with your family. The minute you'd betray that trust and he sh- if he shares something with you that's important to him or something that happened to him when he was a child or something that that means something to him and you share it with someone, that's the, that's the equivalent of him showing a naked picture of you to his friends. That's how much he will feel his trust is betrayed. He may not say anything to you. But you will wait a very, very long time, maybe the rest of your life before he shares anything else to you. Men don't men hold uh, their their privacy very, very important. And if he shares something with you that's deep, even if you feel like, you know, oh, I wanted to tell them because they we want to help you. No, 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 no. Ask him first before you share with anyone else and don't even share with anyone else that not everything have to happen between you and your husband needs to leave your home. If it's something that you feel like he's in danger, you know, that's different. If you feel like he may be in danger to himself or to others, that's different. But if it's just something that, you know, when I was little, this happened to me and it it, it really hurt me. That's not something you go and tell your family or your girlfriends at all. Okay. So listen intently. Listen with undivided attention. Listen without emotion and make sure you keep his secret. If you do those things, your husband will find you to be a safe place that he can share himself with, that he can unwind, that it's almost like being a tree that he can find shelter in. And that will give you, my friend, a beautiful marriage. Have a great day. I'm sure you got a lot out of today's episode. Don't forget to share. And guess what? The conversation doesn't have to end here. Hop online to www.husbandfactory.com to subscribe to my VIP newsletter. Just scroll to the bottom of any page and you'll see the button there. Remember, all the great love stories you've ever heard out of all of them, yours is going to be the best. Can't wait to hear it. See you next week.